BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love, and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. As a CEO and fashion authority, I know it's the details that truly matter. And when it comes to luxury, every stitch must be perfectly tailored. At Genesis, they've delivered on every element of the GV80. Two-line LED headlamps accentuate an exterior that exudes athletic elegance. Inside, discover an expansive cabin with ambient lighting. Take a close look at the Genesis GV80 and you'll see. Lux is in the details. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Climbing in Heels. This show is all about celebrating the most extraordinary superwomen who will be sharing their incredible journeys to the top, all while staying glamorous. Today, I'm speaking with a longtime friend, well-known jewelry designer I am quite certain you've all heard of, Jennifer Fisher. Together, we talk about how Jennifer's career began and when she transitioned from styling to jewelry designer, and of course, how it started with the birth of her firstborn child. Jen also works with her husband, and we definitely have a ton in common, both all the highs, all the lows, all the in-betweens, but I think it's pretty clear she's had quite a journey. I can't wait for you to hear this interview and I hope you love this episode as much as I do. All right. So we know each other for what feels like a hundred years through this crazy industry. And when we launched our businesses almost like the same time at doing different things, but like really we've been on a very similar trajectory in terms of like timing. Your husband is your partner. Like it's pretty wild. Your brand is 
really incredibly strong. And after I think 20 years since you've launched it, right? About more it's, or less. I just dropped my son in college. So it's wild. And I have babies. I have a nine year old. I remember, I, I think I messaged George. I, mes I said something about, I saw you with your boys and I was like, God, just don't blink. Cause you're going to miss it. It goes by so fast. Which is like, why I don't miss it. I literally like, don't miss anything. Like be as, be as many things as you can be at, because literally you, before you know it, it's like you raise them. You literally one weekend, Rachel drop them off. And that's it. It's wild. It's, it's wild. weird. Like a proof of life. Like I have this funny group text with my, with the, his roommates, yeah. moms. Yeah. Really cool. So we're like, oh my God, we, we have a photo of them. They're okay. Cause they're pledging a fraternity too right now. So it's like literally like. Which by the way, that's the most scary thing ever. Cause I've been through that with like my friend's kids and my nephew. And I said, I'm going to Michigan and pulling him out of there. I was like, there's no way. Where are your my kids at school? My, my son's at Wisconsin and mm -hmm. I, I got a call from him this morning and he like sounded kind of distressed and it's like early in the morning. I'm like, are you okay? Did you get to go home last night? And then I got a call saying, mom, I need disposable clothes. I'm like, what do you mean disposable clothes? He's like, I just, I'm like, what are you doing to you? Well, right it's now I'm in the phase where my boys say that they're going to UCLA or USC because they don't want to be more That's than 15 minutes from me. So. That's, that's going to change, obviously. And then you have my husband that goes, no, they have to leave the state. They have to leave. Yeah. They have to leave. Well, so, you'll get to a point where you kind of are like, they're going to do what they're going to do. My daughter is a, is a junior. And so she's going through, she's just starting going like at school and you, she's just starting to go through seeing colleges and doing those sort of meet and greets. And it's great because she didn't want to talk about it. And then now she's suddenly like, okay, I know that one school is not for me. Sure. I know I want a bigger school. Sure. And you'll see this. I mean, you, you, there's still so little, Rachel, you still have so much time. Yeah. But I'm entering the, the brutal phase now. I'm entering the middle school and that is terrifying because well, I have such I say, sweet I've... kids and I'm just, I'm just terrified. I, this is the same advice I give to every mom who's going into middle school. It's really more about making sure that your kids, you know, and, and you look drugs. like an amazing parent. No, it's it's dealing with other kids who are not parented in the same right. way or no, it's true. The same way that your children it's are. True. So it's it's really about just making sure your kids are sort of, you know, they're talking about whatever happens, and if something happens, you kind of just help them through, you know, because they still need help with their age. I actually think they need more. It's different. Yeah. So it's kids are tough and they're so mean and you have to just deal with those other kids that are like probably sad inside. And yeah, it's like, so that's like how to teach your kids to be empathetic to other kids that might be giving them a hard time because you don't know what's going on at their house. Like all of that. hundred percent. You know, well, that's like our life conversation. So here's yeah. the thing. I first need to go back a second because everyone like I can't go on Instagram without seeing one of the most famous people in the world wearing your jewelry. It's wild. And I think that you need to know that. And I'm going to go back because I don't want to start there. But I want to start there only to say that like in one of the most saturated parts of the fashion industry, right, I would argue to say, you know, you started a long time ago. You started before you know, social media was launching brands left, right, and center. You had gone to, which I didn't know, a lot of personal stuff, right? I mean, really a lot of personal stuff, which I really didn't know because you've always been this kind of light, loud force. And when I say loud, I mean that as a compliment. Just you're not a wallflower, you know? You're not that person. And I, I think, like, for me, you've always been this, like, big energy, big brand, like, say what ever you mean, mean what you say kind of person, you know? And I think that's, listen, there are some incredible women in our industry like that, right? That just say it, do it, fearless. Mm -hmm. 
but I think that you starting this brand in a time that it wasn't a thing necessarily. Um, But I, I first want to just talk about a little bit. So are you New Yorker through and through? Like, where did you grow up? I grew up in Montecito. I grew up in Santa Barbara, California. Wait, you grew up in like the dream. That's my end goal. Real Montecito, like before, like it turned into like what it is. Well, now. Like, before it Miramar turned into East Hampton. <laughs> exactly. You know, the Miramar was like our beach club, yeah. but like, you know, there was a hot dog cart in the pool and we right. would put pennies on the train track and it was like you're almost getting hit by the train. Almost like, like Coney Island. <laughs> totally. Like it was a completely unsupervised beach childhood. My grandfather was actually a polo player, though, up in Santa Barbara. Oh, wow. So my father even grew up there. My father went to Montecito Union. Like, it, we were like OG, original Montecito people. Yeah, I started there. And I went to USC. I studied business marketing at USC. Wow. Before it was uh, cool. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's why I credit a lot of, like, the brands, you know, to where we are today. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a marketer. At the yeah. end of the day, I'm a businesswoman. You know, yeah. I... I thought I wanted to be the publisher of Vogue magazine at one point. You know, I had Vogue plastered on my wall when I was younger. And I thought that I really, you know, I always wanted to work in fashion, but I wasn't really sure in what, what, where. And it was Uh, literally- By the way, not to interrupt you, I had the exact same thing. I actually thought I was going to be a psychiatrist for children, but yet I had Vogue all over my walls. So like none of it made sense because I was like, I looked at Vogue, but I was like, I can't do that. I can't work in that. That was like a foreign- I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like, and that, you know, it's, it's, it's almost closer than you imagine that it is. Like yeah. you can, you can get there. But I got, I got an internship at, when I was at USC and I was literally, I was on the bad side of, of, of it was LA style. Remember LA style? Yeah, me too. And, and, uh, I watched the clothing racks go by and I was like, this is, I'm on the wrong side. And then I got another internship at Detour working for Jean Yang. Jean Yang was my first boss. I was, a, when I became a stylist. So I worked with Jean and well, by the way, Detour, still crushing it. She's the best. She's honestly, I love her. She's such a, she's so major. I, I did not so know that. Wow. Yes. And we for, were for, for listeners, Jean Yang is like a major, major, major stylist still, who was major. like one of the only not stylists new. when I was starting out, honestly, like that was, she was always really cool to me. The rest was she's really mean to me. She was cool and she was so beautiful and so cool. And, um, she, I still, we're still friends. I love her so much. And, uh, so I, I, after I did that with her, I, I kind of realized, I realized that celebrity wasn't really for me mm-hmm. in terms of styling. Mm-hmm. I, me, I was like, listen, I can make more money in commercials. Yeah. And so I was like, can I do this. So I became a commercial stylist. Uh-huh. Um, and I had like teams of girl, you know, boys and girls and, and assistants all over the city. I was doing like, you know, Amex and Bud Light. And I did that for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I worked for Aaron Spelling for a little bit. I was one of the assistant costume designers on Sunset Beach. Remember that? Yeah. I'm dead. Okay. Dying right now. I dated Matt LeBlanc. Like, I mean, I'm like the craziest stories. We like see each other at the commissary at NBC. And like, he literally one day like followed me out of NBC on his motorcycle and pulled me over on Ventura Boulevard and asked me out for sushi. I swear to God, it's a true story. (laughs) I'm dead right now. Okay. Yeah. 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 I dated Joey. I claimed to fame. Yeah. So anyways, but I ended up in New York because I met my husband, Kevin. I actually, it's so funny. Um, there's this guy, Tim, who was like the hot lifeguard on the, on the Aaron Spelling show. And we, he was, we were really, really good friends. We were not romantically involved. And he's like, Hey, I got an apartment in New York on Lexington. Let's go for the weekend. I'm going to go see this girl I'm dating. And so I went with him and I met Kevin at a bar because he was the cousin of one of my best friends. And, you know, Kevin is now my husband and uh, long story short, 
22 years later, he now runs my brand. We live in New York, had both my kids in New York City after, but I got diagnosed with my desmoid tumor too. I, don't know I did not about know about that. I do, do you yeah. talk about that a lot? And I just totally, didn't, yeah. I didn't know this. This is really interesting. Love, no. And they, and they told you not to have kids. They told me not to have kids because my tumor grows from estrogen. It's a weird soft tissue sarcoma that grows from estrogen and it grew. They think it's from scar tissue from my breast implants because I went in under my armpits uh -huh. to put them in. Uh -huh. um, and it's like a keloid scar that goes crazy and turns into a tumor. And it was like, it's like one in like 500,000 people get these types of tumors. And a lot of women get them in their uteruses after having kids. It's like a scar tissue tumor. So I, at the time, they didn't really know what these were. They thought they thought it was breast cancer because it's literally right next right. to my armpit chest wall. Um, so I went to a breast cancer specialist here in LA. I actually found it in New York, flew here to go to the breast cancer specialist because Kevin's father was a doctor and was like, you got to get in to get yeah. to LA and see my friends. And yeah. the breast cancer doctor was like, it's not breast cancer. It was very rare. He cut into it. He shouldn't have. It's a very rare tumor. And I ended up at UCLA and they're like, let's try chemotherapy. It works sometimes. So I tried chemo I went through 12 rounds of high dose methotrexate chemotherapy at Cedar sinai and at St. Vincent's in New York when I was 33, 30, no, 30. That yeah. Wild. Pain was when I was 33. Yeah. Wild. But it worked and it shrunk it. And I, when I wanted to have kids, Kevin, and I wanted to have children. Our onco my oncologist was like, no, you can't, you cannot carry a baby. You have to get a surrogate. And at the time it was illegal in the state of New York to have a surrogate carry for you, but it was legal in New Jersey, Vermont, Florida, and California. And Kevin grew up in Brentwood. So we're like, let's just do it in California because we'll just have the baby with the grandparents. It'll be perfect timing. And at the time, like it's, I don't know what the process exactly is now, but I don't think it's as, as, as tough, but it was really hard and it was time consuming. You're building photo albums of your life together to, sure. you know, and so we found an amazing surrogate, went through IVF here with Dr. Suri in LA and wow. did the whole transfer. And first time she got pregnant, uh, 12 weeks miscarried. Second time we did it again, 16 weeks. We saw a heartbeat. We knew it was a boy. We named him Luke. And then I went to Sacramento to go to her, um, just like a routine checkup and there was no heartbeat. So we had to go through the DNC. I was like alone in Sacramento and like horrible. And then she quit. Huh. And then I came back to New York, went through IVF on my own, got no eggs. And they're like, something's wrong. You need to adopt. And that's when I got pregnant with Shane, my son. Yeah. Miracle baby. I know he's my total miracle baby. Yeah. And so he total, they, it was a high risk pregnancy, but it wasn't, it was totally fine. I had Shane and when he was born, people started to give me little trinkets and gifts like necklaces to represent him. And I was like, I'm not going to wear this. It's not like, right. My, it's not cute. No, this is not. I'm like, I want a heavy gold chain. I want a dog tag. I want his full name. So it's meaningful because it was, took me forever. I, I, I see you friend. <laughs> And that's how it started. So I started selling. I honestly, Rachel, I would wear it on set when I was a stylist. And it was this instant conversation piece that everyone, like the grips and the gaffers and all the right. guys would come to me and say, what does that say? And I would say, it's my son, Shane. And then everyone automatically, oh my God, my wife would want one. My sister would want one. Can you make a different shape? And I literally started selling customizable fine jewelry, like back in the day before anyone was really doing it online. I started if a website. You gave me one of my very most favorite bracelets that literally sits in my jewelry box and I throw it on all the time. Like it's a little like, layer. It's, it's, it's the R plus R equals S plus yeah. K. You're doing equations before anyone. Like it was like back in the day. Well, yeah. because, but I, I really understand what you mean because you know, when I had my son, you know, very opposite story, which is, it was, I kept going, I'll get pregnant next year. I'll get pregnant next year. I'll get pregnant next year. And then I was like, God only knows. And 
all of a sudden I got pregnant and didn't even know it. And I was nine weeks pregnant, didn't even know it. And had Sky whole life turned upside down. Even when I went on the tour of Cedars, I looked at at Roger like three weeks before I was due. I finally like went on the tour and I go, I'm not doing this. I I, I can't do this. I I, I can't. He goes, well, do you want to get a C-section? I'm like, I, I can't do it. I, I'm terrified. Like everything about me. I was terrified of being a mom. I was terrified of pushing a human out of my body. I was terrified to get cut open and take a human out of my body. The whole thing was so terrifying and otherworldly. But yet I, my nickname has always been, you know, Mama Zo. I, I'm the most loving. I'm such a mom. But yet I couldn't wrap my head around it. And and But when I had Sky, I looked at him and my whole world just cracked I was like I can't do anything else but look at him all day I don't know what to do with myself and I wanted to tattoo myself with his name I wanted jewelry I think I had like his name his birth date his 87 Mm -hmm. pieces of jewelry on me and yours being one of them and or a few really quite a few of them actually but that's so interesting that that's how it started and I'm not a dainty jewelry girl so it's so interesting that you say that. And even more so, like, I've just been seeing more and more and more of your jewelry. Like, just, it's wild. It's like, it's almost like when you see, you know, when we were younger and you'd see, like, the punch buggy orange. Like, you'd see the the, the car while you're driving and you would only yeah. see one and then you see a hundred. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. There's so-and-so in Jen Fisher Hoops. There she is, like, da-da-da. So, Tell me, so you start, so everyone's stopping you with this chunky necklace with your son's name and you just go, well, okay, what happens? Like, you're like, I'm starting a business. Are you like, this is it? So literally it was one day I, we, we lived in Soho on Green Street and- The dream, uh, by the way. It was a great apartment. I should have never sold it. Um, big mistake. Um, it's now like above Tiffany's. I, and I literally, on my my bedroom, there was like, orders everywhere. And Kevin looked at me and he's like, Jen, I think that this is a business. You need to start a website. And that's like literally how it started. And I just was like, one night I was like on set and I was, I think it was like two in the morning or something. And I was like, why the fuck am I here? Like, why am I doing this sure. still? Yeah. This is yeah. like, I mean, you've, I'm sure you've had that moment, you know, and like you're on set and you're like, you're looking at service and you're like, I need some more coffee. Like what? I, I got to get the fuck out of here. And once you have children, it becomes a whole nother game. Cause you're like, you're pulling me away from my baby. So mm-hmm. this better be really fucking worth it. Yeah. And it literally was just like a natural, I was like, you know what, let's give it a shot and let's try. And so I started a website and I had like literally like four different styles. It was like a circle, a heart, a star and a moon, and you could choose your chain. And it was like, you know, I was connecting the necklaces. Now that everyone connects the necklaces, we were doing all that stuff back then. Like we've literally like, we've been around a long time. So it's wild. It started with the fine jewelry and then the recession hit. And well, I did the Vogue CFD fashion fund, yes. which, you know, was fun, interesting experience. And then, you know, we I really never start, wanted my business to be have a wholesale model because in jewelry, you know, all these poor jewelers are out on consignment with these stores, you know, for, you know, millions of dollars. And it's like, oh, we're just going to give it back. We don't want And even more so now. Oh, even it's more, terrible. So, so you know, we don't, 
yeah. So I didn't never wanted to wholesale my fine jewelry. So the fine jewelry still to this day is direct to consumer, but the hoops and the fat, all the fashion jewelry that really started because, you know, you totally can understand this. Like I wanted to be on the cover of Vogue magazine. I wanted to be on the cover of magazines and they're like, terms, eh. you know, and I was like, okay, I'm going to start making some other things. And I started making really big, crazy pieces of jewelry that are kind of goth and skulls and lots of bones. And it was just sort of my style at the time. I was always kind of a tomboy and it, it just sort of was more of who I was. Right. And we started, and then I started just doing, you know, more statement earrings and statement cups. Cause I literally was making bracelets, you know, like these and, yeah. you know, they're costing like tens of thousands of dollars to, to get like uh, you know, a placement. And I was like, there's gotta be a cheaper way to do this. Mm-hmm. So we started doing it in brass and plating it in gold. And that's when Barney's came to me and they're like, we heard about you from three different people in one day, we need you in co-op. And so I started selling those pieces that were plated to Barney's when RIP, so sad. Um, so from sad. Barney's to Barney's, I know. Jeffrey's RIP, Barney's yeah. RIP. I know, I keep saying someone needs to restart another, like a multi. I would love to do that. I think um, the closest thing is in is Dover Street, probably right. Yeah, in, in London. There's really there's really not a no. lot of no. places. No. Um, yeah. I just I feel like it was such you know it was like back in the day it was like Fred Siegel and like I you know it's too hard. Now. I know it's just different now, but that's how the fashion started. And then I started getting covers. You know, we started getting covers and covers and covers from all of this jewelry that wasn't you know delicate fine jewelry, and it was just it was more statement. And that's really how it just started to evolve and. You know, listen, I've always been a marketer. I knew that I, you know, and we still to this day do not pay celebrities to wear the jewelry at all. Like the biggest compliment is like, if you see JLo like coming out of the gym and hoops, not being styled, they choose to wear it. And that's the best brand cred you can get because no one's the dream. It's part of their daily uniform. I mean, that's the dream, I think, for any designer, right? Like it's a choice. It's like I'm in my closet or I'm in my jewelry drawer and I'm choosing Choosing this, right? Like that's. And and these are people who have everything can have yeah everything. you can't pay for that no you can't pay you, for that. you literally can't and I think you'll try but you can't yeah you know I think we come from a time where authenticity was really a thing and I think yes. we still really hope and dream that it is and it is and it isn't and it goes and it comes and the pendulum swings and you know mm-hmm. all the things. But I think at the end of the day, the life of an entrepreneur is the most, and and a very common thread on this podcast, is that as successful as the women are, there's just so much pain involved and there's so much challenge and every day is different and you have no idea. And right when you put out one fire, another one comes and the lows are the lowest and the highs are the highest, honestly, right? But like, but I think we're all in this insanity together and I think that you know, I think another thing that we really have in common that a, a few of the women that I've had on here um, share is that you work with your husband. I do. And I want to talk do. about that because I have worked with my husband now, I think since 2009, he was an investment banker and a tech entrepreneur and, you know, totally different part of, we do very different things. There are moments where I want to literally kill him. And I want to talk to you about that because, I mean, what was Kevin doing before that he was like, hey, let's do this business together? Or were you like, hey, I need help? Do, like, how did, how did it Kevin happen? Was- As a CEO, fashion authority, and mom, I know it's the details that truly matter. And when it comes to luxury, every stitch must be perfectly tailored. That's why driving the sleek Genesis GV80 is such a luxurious experience. 
The SUV's exterior design, including two-line LED headlamps, exudes athletic elegance. When you sit inside the expansive GV80 cabin, you can customize the ambient interior lighting to match your current mood, a feature that makes driving in LA a more relaxed and serene experience. So go ahead, take a close look at the Genesis GV80, and you'll see. Lux is in the details. Well, it really was, hey, I need help because right. I, I am, I am not, I am, finance is not my, is not my Really gym. is mine. I really am great at it. Sure. <laughs> Worst thing ever. I mean, I literally was like, help. And he like, you know, thankfully he was sort of at coming to terms with his career um, in finance. And he was like, I'm kind of ready to get out of it. I'm going to come help you. And then he just never left. Yeah. You know, it's not to say that he's going to be here forever, um, yeah. but he's here now. And it's really, you know, he would say that it's easier working with me than I say with him. I just, well, I think it's yeah. more, he's like, no, you can't do that. Or we can't do this. Or, you know, he's, he's such an easygoing guy and he's like such the yin to my yang. Yeah. So it's like, that's why it works. I mean, of we've been course. married 22 years. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's so just similar. We've been married 25. Nice <laughs> yeah. Because we were 25 years. Together for 32 married 25. That's a long time. I didn't realize you guys were married time. that time. Wow. Legitimately a lifetime. We got married at the Rainbow Room 25 years ago. Oh, that's a dream. It was a dream. It was like oh. one of the most fun nights ever. I'm sure. And now I'm thinking about a romance I know. That's so, I, we have to talk about that too. Cause I've done, I've done, I've done two. I've done a bar. <laughs> so we can talk about that and I can talk about it offline on what to do and whatnot. Uh, I have done both. Yes large scale. So, but okay. So you work with your husband, you live with your husband. And I imagine that 2000 people ask you on the daily, how do you do that? Cause I get asked it almost every day. How do you parent? How do you co-CEO? How do you do it together? And not want to kill each other. And- first of all, he's the most amazing father in the entire world. He's a better father than I am a mother. I believe he's very patient. And you know, we've been a, we've been a team raising these kids and then you just, one leaves. And then the other one's going to leave. Um, we're going to be empty nesters in two years. It's so that's, crazy. That's why literally that is- it works because we don't work in the same office currently. Right. So we we have a Fifth Avenue flagship, which was originally like our first showroom that turned into a store. And then now we have got our store in Soho. So I'm kind of moving around a lot. He's kind of in meetings. So we, when I, that's helpful. at the end of the day, when I'm cooking dinner is normally, like we can talk about the salt yeah. in the kitchen yeah, yeah. later, but when I'm cooking dinner is sort of when we catch up. Right. Um, so it, it, the problem is, is that you're never off and you never, you know, that it's like 24 seven, you're, it's like an email will come through. You'll get a text, we'll get a Slack. And it's yep. like, we've got to be on this call yep. on this, yep. like, but it's literally like being a, t- it's a family unit team, you know, it's. And, and wouldn't you rather him than someone that you were questioning? I, that's the thing. I mean, you trust them. So it's, it's, you know, at some point I'm kind of, I'm like, well, maybe, but I don't, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see yeah. where it goes. We'll see uh, where hundred. it goes. Same. Same, we're, same. We're growing and changing same. and I don't know. I can't, I don't want to say not, never, but like, you know, he's, he probably be happier going and working in like wave pool technology because he surfs and he's invested in something <laughs> like that. That's, that's, that's opening in like Palm Springs. Like, I think he would much rather be doing that. So see where we go. Of course. But, um, but 100%. now it, it's, it's the, the cool thing is it's allowed us. And I'm sure you and Roger have this exact same experience of like being able to do, you know, run your brand and do everything and, and to parent together. Yes. It yes. really kind of very, I have to say, I, that's one thing that I would not take back. And I haven't actually ever talked about this before. I'm just sort of realizing this as I'm talking to you, like the experience that we've had and being able to be around more together, yes. to parent our kids yes. together, is such a gift. Yes. 
And I hate saying COVID is a gift because it wasn't a gift. No, no, but no. I say way, exactly the same. The way of like having my kids home in those years of like being those teenagers where they'd be out running and partying in New yep. York City, like, like, and all of that and figuring out what to do with my, you know, with the business during yep. COVID, yep. that running, which is a whole other story, like yep. doing that together. I mean, it's a really amazing bond that as a family unit that your kids get to also learn from. Yep. And it's just, it's a very good model for them to, to sort of fall. You know what I mean? It follows I, on as you're not like screaming at each other all the time. I which totally, I totally agree. And I think you're, I a hundred percent agree on all accounts. I think like Roger and I always say like, you know, we're, we've been close with the Masoni family forever. Right. And we used to watch their business and just be like, what a beautiful thing that they can like roll as a family, roll as a pack, like divide and conquer. They all have one goal. Right. And I mm-hmm. think for us, it was always like, okay, we are going to New York for whatever CFDA awards or we're doing, it was us, right? We would take our kids. We didn't have to have these totally separate lives. And again, pros and cons, right? But I think overall the pros really outweigh the cons. And I think, I think there are those moments where I'm like, oh my God, leave my house, leave my room, leave my everything. And then, you know, but at the same time, it's like, it really allows you the freedom when you have children to really be that model for them and stay together. And that's really nice. I also, I don't know if you realize this or if people will tell you this enough, but you really can tell how well you guys parent those boys and how much you're kids. You know, I, and I actually, it's so funny. I saw you one night. I didn't want to interrupt you because you're with your son and I was having a group dinner and I saw you with him and it was just, you were so engaged with him. I just wanted to give you that compliment because I, I was, I was like, this, that's a, that's a real mothering mom. Like I you don't were like, really leave them. I really it, don't leave them. It's really beautiful to see. And I was, I didn't want to interrupt you. So I didn't, um, but just, just it, it, you, you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. It's, you know, it's, it's oh. without question, the thing I love most. And I, I choose not to leave them unless I have to, you yeah, know, you can, you um, can see but I, but I, but I, I want to give you, well, first of all, thank you. And it's probably the best compliment you could ever give me. So thank you. And, oh, I could see again. And I think this stuff is really hard. I think it's all hard. I I think what I want to give you credit for is you're actually, you're like starting a whole nother business. And I want to talk about that because all of a sudden, one of my really good friends, Ali oh. Rodone, who's one of yes. my most favorite people. I didn't know that. She's one of my dearest friends that. for 10 years, 12 years I didn't now. know that. And we, she's um, she's amazing. And she started she's talking great. about your salts. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? I was <laughs> like, jewelry. She's like, salt. Yes, jewelry, of course. But like, salt. And I'm like, Talk to it's me. So, so, so please tell me because you are this, like, you have so much energy. You have so much energy. Right. And I'm, and then all of a sudden I see you posting about cooking and these seasonings. And I'm like, hold on. What, like, what just happened? And so please tell me about this and why, obviously it's a passion and obviously you love cooking. It's honestly, Rachel, it's like one of those things, like the jewelry, it started, my, it started because I couldn't find what I wanted. So I made my own. It's literally like how it started. I have Hashimoto's, so I have an autoimmune d- disorder. So I, my mother. My mother well, I intermittent fast now. I mean, most women, a lot of people have it. People yeah. should get for it. Um, 
I get tested. I get tested. Yeah, time. you need to, yeah. especially hormones and all of that stuff. But that's a whole other thing we can talk about. But um, I wanted to find something to put on my eggs in the morning because I love poached eggs and I would always eat eggs in the morning. Right. And I couldn't find, I literally like scour, like I would go to like, I mean, like when Dina DeLuca was around, I would go to like any like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, amazing specialty grocery store. And I was trying to find like the right salt and the, the right blend of things that I wanted to eat. And there was nothing out there. It was like a rub or like potpourri. And I was like, this is crazy. This is like literally insane. So I, I, my father used to ship me in New York, hit lemons and avocados from his trees. Um, and I would, no, for real, I get these, I get these USPS boxes and I'd open them up and it's always lemons and avocados. My mom and dad would always do that. Um, and so I would grate the lemon, the lemon rinds because I never wanted to waste anything and I would dry it and I would use it. I always cooked. My mom sent me to cooking class after school. I love and I, cooking. I love it. I, oh, we should cook. I love it. I mean, I don't do it because I mean, I cook for my kids, but like, I don't cook, cook because I just, I don't cook, like cook another with, thing. It's like, but like the recipes are, are, are like, they're like stupid. My recipes are like, I don't want to say stupid, but like my recipes are literally like for dummies. Like right. it's like right. one of those things, like it's foolproof. It's the easiest thing. I didn't go to like real cooking school. I went to cooking school in sixth grade. I learned how to make brownies and an orange Julius. Like it's literally, that's my skill set. But <laughs> for some reason, it really relaxes me. And yeah, I, you know, I same. all day long, like, e -e -e, you know, all day. And so when I get in the kitchen, I start like chopping an onion. It's like, it's literally like my body relaxes and I feel like a different person. And I, I used to always say, I don't go to therapy. I cook, but now I, then I started going to therapy because my father died. So I can't really say that anymore, but I'm not currently in therapy, but I, that was always my motto because yeah, it yeah. really worked for me. Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 it just relaxed me. So anyway, so I had this little blend of salts on the side of my stove. And as one did, you'll remember this on Instagram when everyone was putting their freaking avocado toast on right. Instagram. And banana bread. So I built, I, I did it on my jewelry account. And literally more people were like, what? First of all, you can poach an egg. That's crazy. And how do you know how to cook? And then second of all, you know, it was before DMs, it was like comments. And then and it was like, then it was like, well, what is it? What seasoning is that on your eggs? And I was like, oh, it's this stuff that I like, you know, keep on the side of my stove and whatever. And then like, well, where do you buy it? And I was like, wait a minute. And it was like literally more people asking about the food than like than jewelry on celebrities. So I was like, this is crazy. And so we did a holiday gifting to editors. You know what that feels like. You get a bunch yeah. of everybody gets a Christmas and no one wants a chocolate bar with my face or logo. So I was like, you know what? Let's give everybody something healthy that they can eat at their desk when there were editors at desks and in offices. Because I was like, you know, they're stuck in the office late. So yeah, we an avocado, uh, a lemon, some spicy salt, some chili oil, and some like clean tortilla chips. And I was like, here's, you know, a little thing on how right. to make your little desk mash. Right. So like, healthy when you're stuck there at eight o'clock writing like a, you know, gift guide. So, but I literally, we did it and we literally got, I got more like thank you notes from like editor in chiefs of magazines and like, you know, who of like people like that genius, like smart thing to do. And I was like, it, I wasn't trying to be ingenious or smart. I just was sending you guys something that I thought would work. It was just like, I, I thought you would like it. And food really resonates with people. And I had no idea how powerful feeding people is. And, or, or, you know, people just want to feel good and people, people, what do we do three times a day? We, we eat. Yeah. Normally. But normally. also I think it goes back to the fact that you're a marketer at the end of the day, right? I'm a hustler. You're a hustler. You're a marketer and you're a product person like yes. at the end of the day. And I think, yes. you know, I've seen a lot of teasers on your social. You're launching something new. We're launching so many things. And we have a new, well, I mean, my new website, which we've worked on for months, and now it's disappeared into space. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's and it's going to come back even better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. We're, they're like, we don't know. It's just gone. 
I don't even understand how that, what that could even be or mean. Like, that sounds mental. I, I, you can't. Maybe it's so many really, people wanted the hoops that it crashed. It's like, no, but like when you have like big dev guys and like they're looking at it and they're like, we literally like can't figure it out. It's well, of course, crazy. it's like a doctor like, telling you they've never seen this before. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Great. Exactly. Right. Thanks. I know you're like, oh, I won't worry at all. Right. Um, right. Right. That, yeah, that makes me feel so much better. So, um, no, we, you know, we're launching. There's a lot of things that are coming. Um, a lot of exciting things, a lot of changes. You know, we, we needed the website. We needed an evolution of the brand and we needed to sort of rebrand and it needed to not just be me anymore. You right. know, at one point we were using models and then we went to me and because then, you, you know, convert way higher. That's why way higher. And so, but, it, but then, you know, you're talking to people, you know, cause I'm, we, we don't have any outside investment right. or investors, yeah. but we will be taking that and yeah. we'll be growing yeah. and, you know, top of, I can only be top of funnel. You know what that's like. So right. it's like, you can't you just do. be everything. Cause what if I get hit by a train tomorrow or something? So, I... so you've got to, no one wants to invest in that. So we had to bring in some new characters. And so it looks really beautiful and it's really exciting. It's going to be a new, you know, we haven't scrapped it and restarted in a very long time and we needed to fix, you know, a lot of things. And, you know, everyone's shopping on their phones now, you know, it's different, you know, know, people are on their phones shopping. So we just had to really kind of, you know, turn it around and it's, it's a much better experience and, you know, new PDP photography and it's just all of it. You know, it's amazing. We even sold anything. We didn't even show charms on model. Like it's literally mind boggling that we actually even sold any jewelry over the last 18 years. It's like crazy. I don't know how. Well, what do you mean? You don't know how, I mean, I I mean, of course it's like, it's like a cult fee. I mean, it's, it's, I think that's the thing. And I think that's the one thing that I really want to touch on is you know, it's not easy building a brand. You know that. I know that. And and it's only through the process of years ago meeting like a lot of, you know, people in suits talking to me about my brand and talking to me about my business and people who don't even speak the same language. But, you know, the one thing they did say to me that was a big takeaway for me and something I took for granted that I want to commend you for is that, you know, what they said to me in every single meeting was, you've done the hard part. You've actually built the brand. And that is the hardest thing to do. And I don't think I really understood what they meant by that because it's me, the same as you. When it's you, you don't realize that you're building the brand because it's you, right? So it's like, this is your business. So like now that you know, I have all these different extensions and partnerships and licenses and all these different things. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, wait, this is exciting. The brand, the name means something to people because I'm so in it. I don't mean something to myself. I'm so over myself. Right. So it's like, it's like, I couldn't be more sick of myself. So it's sort of like, what I want to say is that 20 years later, you know, and working with your husband and doing all these things and launching, you know, your seasonings and launching other categories, launching all these things and relaunching your website. And, you know, it's a lot and it's really fucking hard and it's really hard. And as a parent and Mm -hmm. co-parenting, it's just all a lot. And so I see you first of all, and second of all, like, you know, I, I want to really just give you the highest compliment on that because it's not easy. And I think to even like, even at this point in life, at this stage, at this age in the business and the business changing and constantly changing your business to fit the business, you know, it's like, it's the thing. Right. And I think at the end of the day, 
it's it's a hard road that always continues to be hard. And I want to point that out for our listeners because it's sort of like, you know, they see Jennifer Fisher and they see who you are on your social and they see, you know, everyone from JLo to Taylor Swift to this person, that person wearing your jewelry. And, you know, I think that it's sort of like the brand is so large and the whatever, but you're on the inside of that, right? And it's sort of like, hey, those struggles are real. And we've mm-hmm. had everyone from, you know, Candace Nelson, Monique Lulier. I mean, we've had everyone on here talking about the building of the brand and the, and the, and the journey there. Right. And so for you now, what, what, like you go to sleep terrified, you wake up terrified, you get excited. Yeah, yeah, I do. And it's lonely too. I think that not enough women support other women Mm -hmm. in like our position of what we're doing. And it's a very lonely space. People don't realize that they see us on social, they see us at parties, they see us with famous people, they see us like, you know, and they think that like, but at the end of the day, it's a very lonely road and it's it's terrifying daily and it's it's really really fucking hard yeah like it is it is constantly being able to pivot on a dime and come back and like okay we're here we're at the event the event and you're dressed and you look this way and you've you know and no one knows the 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 terror that you've gone through that day and then you still show up you know it's listen it takes a certain person to be able to do it and not everyone is built to do what we do and that's okay but those of us that do it and are in it we really love it we would not be doing this if we did not live for this and die for this like i literally love what i do i feel so grateful that i am here every day and have the opportunity to be in terror and to like live this this dream it's true it's true i know this dream it's gonna pay off You know, and it's like, it's really, you know, and in this day and age, it's also, I want to touch on, you know, people think it's so easy to start a brand. They think they can just go down wherever and buy some jewelry and put it on Instagram and say that they are a brand now and whatever. And it's just, and it's different these days. And I think the key, like with you and I is like really just staying true to like who we really are. Like I'm also 52. Like, I don't, you know, if you don't like me, that's okay. Right. You know what I mean? There's going to be 20 other people that do. And it's, Way more that don't, and it's that's just life, you yeah. know. None of us like the same sneakers. None of us like the same clothes. Like it's that's that's totally okay. And I think you have to finally be okay with that, and stop looking around. And then that's when things can really change and be transformative for you. I think when you're kind of like, this is just me. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And if you don't, that's okay. No hard feelings. Like it's like the minute you stop giving a fuck what people think. I, it, that's exactly right. Right. And then all of a sudden the peace gates open. Yeah. Like I life. really, <laughs> I really like anymore. It's like, it's like, okay, you know, I don't uh, fine, you know, so and that's all right. And I'm just, I'm not mad about it. It doesn't, you know, yeah. You know, sometimes it hurts your feelings, but sure, like I'm right. older, like I've got kids, like I don't have time for this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like move on. So what, what excites you the most? Like what's next? What's next as we look forward? Cause right now you're everywhere. You're relaunching. Once this, your website reappears, what happens <laughs> tonight when it comes back in all its perfection and it's looks beautiful. It's great. It comes back tonight. I literally can't. Yeah. It's coming back. Um, it's coming I have back to like, tonight. I didn't take to show. Like I have to go from, I'm going from this right now to go do a party at my store on um, this afternoon. So biggest thing that you're excited about now oh, for oh, the sorry. brand. No, no, there's, you know, we're going into different things. You know, listen, there's the food, there's, and I know we didn't talk about my CB2 collaboration that I did with CB2. I did a, a whole line of furniture and home with them. Amazing. Yeah. And that was, 
that was literally what we were going into COVID. Like my, my swirl dish out, I did this black and white kind of gray swirl dish mm -hmm. and it's like $12. It outsold the white dish on their website. So like, that was like a really fun partnership. So it's, I'm working on a cookbook. Um, we just finished the proposal. Um, that's going to, I didn't realize how, I, I, how it takes so long to do books. Books are the, I had no idea. like watching paint dry. Each one of, each one of my books took a full year and then you promote it. They're telling me like two years. I'm like, I, I got to get this out. Like, this is crazy. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. So it's that process. Like we're, there's so many things yep. and it's like, yep. uh, it's wild. And I was literally like, okay, this next, it's like crazy. So yep. it's, it's, I, listen, I'm really happy and grateful that like I get to do all of this stuff because it's every day is different. I'd be so bored if I had a, a different type of job, yep. you know, um, I, I don't know exactly where I'm going and I feel like that's okay. And that's, you'll, you know, what it's like when you're talking to the suits, they're like, what's your five-year plan? You, but, but like, I, don't know. I don't know what my tomorrow freaking plan is. What are you talking about? Right. You know, and you're like, what's your three to five-year plan? I'm like, everything changes every day. Um, do like, you want to talk about the three to six month plan? Cause I can talk to you about that. <laughs> Tomorrow. I know what I'm doing while I'm in LA. Listen, um, it's yeah. scary, but you look yeah. for it. And babe, you you're, too, babe, you're still standing. And I, I mean, know. we're standing, like, we're doing it. Friend. Like, do what you love. It's not easy. And parenting in it and like everything in it, like people think, you know, it looks easy. It is the furthest thing from it. I, <laughs> I mean, it's like, no. it's like, what's the opposite of easy? And don't say difficult because that's not do. even the right word what we do. Yeah. And so I think it's the fear, but it's the excitement. And I think at the end of the day, you're doing it. I'm personally very excited to see all the things and, you know, I'm a fan and we all love it and so. just keep doing it. And you look Thanks, gorgeous. Yeah, thank um, you. Well, we were talking about, yeah, well, we're, we're, we're going to really talk about that. <laughs> we so need to talk about that. I need to, I need to really I need to really talk about that. You know, book out. Yeah. Anyway, seriously, huge congratulations. Thank you. You have so much fucking energy. I love it. I literally love it. I love, I think it's so contagious. I love it. And I, Thank and you. I love how much you love Me women. Too. I love how much. Yeah. I really, women. I'm really happy that like, we're getting to know each other. Like, I think you're, I think you're rad. And I, I remember you coming up to me at a party at the Bowery. Do you remember this? You came up to me at a party at the Bowery. Did I introduce myself to you? You came over to me and you go, Rachel. Jennifer Fisher. I was like, Oh my God. And you were like, why aren't we friends? And I was like, I don't know. Like it was sort of like, I was living I do here. remember that. I, I was, do remember that. I was Cause I was like, I don't know. I think Rachel Zoe doesn't like me. So I'm going to no, go up and say hi to no, her. No, I like everybody. I, you have to yeah. really fuck me over for me not to like you. And I was like, hi, I'm going to go up and say hi. Like I'm one of those, like, I'm so not shy. I'm like, I go talk to that person. Like you, why, why, why be shy? What a waste of time. I love you know? it. I love but it. I'm, I'm so happy we're connected now. And thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. Me. I'm so happy you came on and we have so much more to talk about. So, so much more. Thank and, you. Um, just keep doing it. You Thanks know? you too. Girl. I'm here you for it. I'm feeling it. Bye, Bye babe. Uh, it's that time in the show when I answer two listener questions. So let's see what we have today. What is your favorite transitional jacket for fall? I live in the Southeast and it's just starting to cool off. I have so many jackets. I am a jacket collector. I think of all the things I have in my collection, I think I have the most jackets and coats because I just love them. And I can make an argument or a story or an excuse to wear 
any weight coat in any type of weather. But I would say my favorite transitional jacket for fall, I think is always like a mid-weight leather or suede jacket. I have a few with fringe that I love because I never get sick of wearing fringe. I love a moto jacket. I have one with gold hardware. I have one with silver hardware, you know, in brown, in black. I think jackets like that that you can sort of wear on your shoulders, you know, or wear on with just even a simple t-shirt and jeans, I think is always fun. And of course, like a black blazer would be something to just have in anyone's wardrobe to wear all year round with pretty much anything. Dress it up or dress it down. But it's always the best transitional jacket for fall. Okay. Second question. My kids are back to school, and I was wondering if you send your kids to school with a packed lunch, or do they eat lunch from school? It's a very funny question, actually, because as siblings are different, my older son, Sky, I've like have not packed lunch for him since he was maybe in first grade. And my younger son, Caius, will only eat my lunch, basically. He has hot lunch maybe one or two days a week at school. But other than that, I pack him a lunch because he always wants mommy's lunch. And he's very picky. Don't forget to submit your questions for next week's episode. All you have to do is DM us your questions to at Climbing in Heels pod on Instagram, and I may just answer your question. I want to thank Jen so much for coming on. I want to thank her for being the most candid, honest. I think she's just a straight shooter. She really just says what she means, means what she says. She does not hold back on anything, which I just always have so much admiration for because I, you know, I'm definitely, I think, a little more reserved for sure. And I think, you know, I kind of love that fearlessness about her. I learned so much in this episode. I mean, I cannot believe that she found out she had cancer before she had her kids, had two surrogates that didn't work, and then was told not to have children, and then had two healthy children naturally, which is just, you know, it kind of shows you. You manifest, you dream, two miracle babies. And then really launching a career out of a dream and something she loves. And I think many of us who are these female entrepreneurs, the fight is always real. The challenges are real. The wins are huge. The, the falls are huge. And you just feel things really deeply. And I think it's 10 times more when you work with your husband because it's your whole life. It's your whole family. It's The stakes are very high all the time. So I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. And as always, don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us and I love reading them. And while you're at it, follow me on at Rachel Zoe and at Climbing in Heels Pod on Instagram for more updates and upcoming guests, episodes, and all things Curator. Mwah. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.